Welcome to the voice of MPE, the official podcast of Merchant Payments Ecosystem, Europe's largest merchant payments conference. Today, we're at the 15th annual MPE conference, MPE 2022. In these podcast series, we bring you interviews with payments industry leaders and professionals from the entire world. For more information, head over to www.merchantpaymentsecosystem.com. In this episode, we'll talk about the various challenges of B2B payments and payment methods and dive into the different aspects of cross-border e-commerce marketplaces with your host, Melisande Mouval. Hi, my name is Melisande Mouval, publisher of the papers, and we are here today in Berlin at the MPE 2022 conference doing a special podcast with Nathalie Willems-Rosman, Managing Director, Merchants Specialist Executive at the Bank of America. Nathalie, could you tell us a bit more about yourself? Yeah, thank you so much, Melisande. It's so nice to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. Indeed, I am the head of merchant services for our European business at Bank of America. I've been at Bank of America for about eight years. My background has been more on the treasury side initially for multiple years, working with large corporates who are optimizing their treasury flows. And in the last four years, I focused a lot more on the merchant acquiring business, working with our large corporate customers who are optimizing their payment flows in a B2C and a B2B environment. What is the most exciting part of your job? What I love about being in the payment sector is that it's incredibly fast moving. Being here even at this conference today, you see so many new players. It's so fantastic to hear what new technologies are bringing to the marketplace, bringing to our customer relationships as well. So for me, it's the speed of innovation. It's the speed of change, especially you know on that consumer side as well. So ultimately, that's the best thing about my job looking out for how can we serve our customers in the best way today, but looking ahead into the future as well. How do we make sure we we keep doing that and we stay innovative and at the forefront of payments industry? Cool. We're now about to discuss a really cool topic, B2B payments, which has been overlooked for quite a couple of years, but it's now really on the search in innovation. Let's kick it off. 80% of B2B buyers now expect a convenient purchasing experience similar to those offered on B2C websites. So this is raising the bar for B2B payments. So how can organizations ensure that they are prepared for the B2B payments of the future? Yeah, I think it's a really great question to kick it off. So as you mentioned, you know, business to business payments, they've been around forever, right? I mean, being an institution like Bank of America, over the last decades, we've processed so many transactions successfully for, uh, for, for hundreds of thousands of business to business uh, customers. But a lot of that is in the invoicing space, is ultimately, um, customers paying, uh, buying on accounts and then for settling their invoice, uh, at the end of that. And what we are really seeing now is, is quite a lot of change in terms of how cost, how businesses are, are purchasing, where they're purchasing from. And we're seeing online playing a really big role in that. Um, that in itself is then driving change around how do, you know, how do you pay? How do you receive your funds in a business to business setting? So yes, we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of change in this space and something that we're following very closely. And, and what kind of payment methods? What is the change in, 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 in the type of payment methods that got uh, offered to B2B in, in the online B2B space? So one of the key things that we're seeing changing is the um, use and the acceptance of cards in the business-to-business space. 
think historically there have been conversations that businesses might not want to accept cars because of the cost potentially, or they didn't really need to, their customers weren't asking for that. But as um, the shopping experience becomes a lot more online, suddenly, you know, you're seeing businesses acting like consumers um, and, you know, consumers are used to paying for services uh, with their cards um, or maybe with an alternative payment method. And we're seeing that now really starting to um, be demanded and be a topic of discussion in the business to business side. Yeah. And what, what percentage of, of companies is offering cards now? How, what are sort of the numbers that you can share with us in terms of offerings? Yeah, so I think it's a good question. It's certainly increasing. So according to a recent interview from McKinsey, 68% of businesses is accepting cards in some shape or form. We're expecting that number to increase over the years. And we're also going to expect the number of card payments to increase for businesses as well. So, yeah, well, that's, that's an impressive number already and it's, it will grow. But it's also, we spoke about it earlier, a relatively expensive payment method. I mean, if you compare it with a bank transfer, for instance. So how do merchants look at that? Yeah, I think if you look at the cost I mean, initially, you've got the cost of the actual transaction. And from that perspective, a SEPA payment or a BACS payment or faster payment you know, might look cheaper on the face of it. However, ultimately, with an ACH payment, you're always kind of like waiting to be paid, waiting till someone actually makes the move and transfers that money over. With card, you've got a lot more options to either call someone and take the payments over the phone or you send a link, something that's quite common in the card space as well. So you're seeing that it's easier to get the attention of the payer. And therefore, if you start looking at what is the true cost of accepting a payment, I think you know, if you look at cards and you take the efficiencies that it can bring, the true cost is actually quite a bit lower, or actually that I should say that the true cost of maybe an ACH transaction is actually quite a bit higher. So in a lot of cases, it makes sense to use cards you know, as an alternative to ACH and just bank-to-bank payments. Definitely. And we also talked about the marketplaces because, you know, in B2C e-commerce, I think marketplaces, more than 50% of cross-border e-commerce is going through marketplaces. So what do you see happening in the B2B space? I think that's a very exciting topic. We're definitely seeing more marketplaces coming that are aimed at businesses. Example, for instance, is shipping containers. You can now, you know, you've got marketplaces that show you where there are shipping containers and where there's availability. So there are some really great examples out there in the market. In a way, marketplace has a lot of benefits because ultimately as a, you know, as a merchant, you don't necessarily always want to have your own website, want to have to do your own marketing. There's a lot of effort involved in reaching your customers through a digital channel. Marketplace offers the benefit that that all comes together, which I think for a lot of people is very attractive. Ultimately, there are always downsides of operating through a marketplace because ultimately you're not sort of like the first one in line servicing that customer. You don't always get the data firsthand. So there are always you no know, trade-offs, but we're seeing marketplaces certainly becoming more popular. More popular in the B2B space as well. Yeah, I think it's definitely a space to watch. Talking about the challenges that B2B companies face when it comes to the flow of money and payments, can you elaborate a little bit on the biggest challenges that these merchants face? 
Yeah, I think it's a very good point. And there certainly are a number of challenges to overcome. I mean, generally, some of the challenges we're seeing in business to business payments are ultimately, as I mentioned previously, really, you know, making sure you get paid, making sure every customer closes out their debt with you. So that's, of course, one thing that I think is ultimately important. Another challenge is reconciliation. Quite often, don't know exactly maybe who paid you for what, for what period could be that there's foreign exchange involved. It could be that there were installments or rebates. So reconciliation is always a very challenging topic for businesses. I think the other challenge really is, especially if you are operating a website, you know, clearly you want to make sure your payments are secure, that you protect yourself from fraud, and that it's a smooth checkout experience for your customers on your website. So those are all, I think, topics that merchants in this space are very focused on and are looking to see how they can improve that and optimize that. Yeah, offering more options at the checkout page and making sure that everyone sees the payment method or that their customers or potential customers can pay with the payment method that they would like to choose. You mentioned cards, but it could also be an alternative payment method. Yes, absolutely. Could be over time, maybe something like I know, a pay-by-bank solution or you have buy-now-pay-later solution. So there are plenty of options that are evolving in that space. Yeah. Yeah, buy-now-pay-later as well as becoming yeah, basically finance options <laughs> or installments, uh, of course, also. There's lots of innovation there as well. But what are the technologies that are driving innovation in B2B payments? Yeah, I think, again, a really good and interesting question. If I think of a number of trends that I'm seeing, For one, for instance, the use of artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence has come such a long way since it was first introduced, and we're seeing it used a lot more mainstream, for instance, in fraud prevention and fraud protection, constantly making sure you're up to date on the latest, I guess, fraud trends and protecting yourself against uh, bad actors. So I think that one is very important. Another way of how we're using artificial intelligence at Bank of America is we're using it to optimize reconciliations. So we're making sure that with those challenges I mentioned previously, who paid you for what? By using artificial intelligence, you can make your systems smarter and you can make sure that there are more automated matches rather than actual manual interventions involved. So artificial intelligence for me, definitely a big one. I think another trend to watch is the rise of instant payments, typically business-to-business transactions with them done through SEPA or BACs were all batched. And that means, you know, there's the, the weekly or the monthly payment run. And clearly with that moving to instant payments, that's a big change for a lot of businesses because suddenly you don't have to batch it and you can make those payments quicker, but you yep. can also be receiving them maybe uh, at different times than you were expecting. So it's going to be very interesting to see how instant payments is going to change this space. Yeah, I guess also the regress to pay could also be a mm. great instrument. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It gives you another tool to actually trigger the payment that you're waiting for. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Nathalie, for this great chat on B2B payments, the innovation. I would say watch this space. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really great. And thanks uh, thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the official MPE podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the show and check out our video interviews with other industry leaders on YouTube. For more content, follow Merchant Payments Ecosystem on LinkedIn and Twitter 
read our Positivity magazine, and subscribe to the MPE newsletter at www.merchantpaymentsecosystem.com.